Introduce you the way they introduced like rappers in the early 2000s. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to Tuba Radio. We got Justin Scott in the motherfucking building. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, thank you for coming. Um, now you can go ahead and introduce yourself. I just wanted to do that, man. Oh man, that was a great that was a great introduction right there. I yeah, feel, I feel pretty introduced. You think that that says everything about you? That says everything about me. Just the the from the sound effects to the vocal inflection that just really captured my life as an artist. <laughs> no, um, my name is Justin Sky, and uh, you know it's a it's a it's a I don't even know how to uh, where to start. So maybe we just jump right in, and and then they can get a. An introduction and build, build yeah, that, hell yeah, in their head. yeah. Um, man, actually, before I get into that, because there's a song on your 2020 album that I really, really fucking like. But before we even get into music, man, like I ask every artist, because I'm always curious, like what the entry like into music was. Um, you know, because maybe for you, I don't. Did you start off? in like your journey in music with rapping or was it through something else? Um, my personal journey, it's hard to say mm. because uh, my, my dad was a musician, is a musician mm-hmm. um, and band teacher and like uh, vocal lessons. Um, oh, and it'll, and so, it'll actually, uh, it'll sound a little better if you, if it's it. like pointing. Yep. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Um, so with that background, like, you know, I was exposed to hella music early, um, and so, but my personal, like when I made like a personal, per, like super personal connection with music was, was rapping. It yeah. was in high school when I started rapping. Yeah. Um, and I, and I realized it was something that I love to do rather than just something that I love to, to listen to. Yeah. Um, but, but even, even my personal journey with listening to hip hop, like I think, you know, I had a personal connection with like gospel and jazz early on. You know, my, my mom listened to country music. I wasn't really into it, but I was kind of exposed to it. Um, but once I discovered hip hop, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And yeah. I was just like, oh, this is like personal. Wow. Now. So, yeah. Man, um, I feel like you're, are you, are you, uh, how old are you? I'm 34. 34. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. See, with my, my, uh, no offense to the Caucasians, usually I can look at, <laughs> usually I can. <laughs> I can look at white people and be like, I know the year and the month you were born. But black people, it's like, man, are you 16 or 65? Right. right. Yeah. Cause I would have, yeah. I would have, cause I'm 24 and I would have yeah. guessed like maybe you were 26. Yeah. 27. I, like, but... I am actually. I was just joking with oh. you. I'm 24. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm 48. <laughs> so you can't even do that because I'll believe you. Yeah. This, see, look, yeah. the thing is, no, I just told you three <laughs> different ages. You have no idea how old I am. But maybe people, look, this is what we'll do. By the end of the interview, by the end of the conversation, we'll come back to it and see if people can guess how yeah. old I am. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, watch you like be like, yeah, man, you know, growing up watching uh, Ella Fitzgerald sing live. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I first came into music, you know, Lil Yachty was the first artist that I discovered. No. 
<laughs> oh my god dude. after world war ii i kind of right know, yeah. but damn no i mean like that because I'm, I'm always like for so for me like growing up in terms of uh the rap world um because from like it's weird i love hip-hop and classical music hmm. at the same level hmm. very different um I would say Gunna and the principal violinist of the Chicago Symphony are very different people. And, mm-hmm. uh, but I like them a lot. And like, I think, so when I was 11 or 12, like Lil Wayne was like, Jesus. You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> that because it's like, man, Carter Three yeah. was coming out around yeah. then. And you, like, know what's, you know what's crazy yeah. is that I like, so I'm the same with you. I, yeah. I listen to a lot of classical. I listen to a lot of movie scores. Um, Lil Wayne, I wanted... So like the first verse I heard that he did, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, because I, I love the Hot Boys. When yeah. it was BG, Juvie, Lil Wayne. And Lil Wayne, I think it was before it was before the Carter one. It might have been 400 Degrees um, when he did uh, when he did the... The verse on Shine with the big timers and uh, yeah. it was oh yeah well yeah Juvie Juvie was on that record too when I heard it when when he was like uh, when he was like uh, all these carrots like I'm a I'm vegetarian <laughs> niggas but I was like yo okay wait like and that's that was like the beginning of like the for me like the Wayne thing I was like okay this guy like and you could tell in his uh, trajectory that he there was a moment in his career when he was like okay. I want to be the best. Yeah. And how yeah. do I get there? Yeah, and and he's he's interesting because he's the closest thing like you can get to in rap of being like a um like a prodigy. Like it, it's it's weird. Mm, Cuz he started so young. Yeah, like yeah. like I mean, I mean I feel like Bow Wow started young, but it was different because I feel like People were just kind of curating stuff for him. Yeah, Wayne started early, and he was just him. Yeah, I mean, he was um, he was under like you know Juvie was like the guy. Yeah, and then he was like kind of under Juvie and 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 uh, you know Birdman and and, yeah. and uh, Manny, but you could tell he had his own kind of outlook. Yeah, and his own kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I would I would say Bow Wow too, but like the difference to me is that. Bow Wow, I guess being like mentored by like Jermaine Dupree and like a couple other people, um, he kind of had the vibe that he was like a kid rapper, but like Wayne was just a rapper kid that who was, was a kid. rapping. Right, yeah, right, right, exactly. yeah, like like exactly. That I mean, you you said yeah. it even better. Like so, it wasn't it like even when he was like fourteen, it wasn't like a I'm a fourteen year old rapper. He's just like I'm fourteen and I'm rapping. Yeah, and facts. so like you never. Yeah, you never even in like in his like earliest raps, you never felt like, oh man, this is like a child. This is a a, a kid, right. and um, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, true. Because like Bow Wow would have a couple of lyrics like, you know, like this girl that I like saw on the playground or some shit, and like mm-hmm. Wayne's like thirteen talking about like hoes in the club and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing, but who knows? Yeah, no, but it's like I mean, anyway, but it was I mean, the re- it was the reality, and that's what I, that's what I feel like we got from Wayne, which is what I try to do too is like he was just talking the re the re- reality of what he was yeah. what he was around and obviously there's embellishments and yeah. stuff like that like all rappers do yeah. but or most rappers do but like you know it felt real yeah it felt real did were you um where, where are you from 
So I was born in Greece, and I was raised in the desert out in Cali. Wow. Um, and then been in L.A. for a little over a decade. Yeah. Now. Wow. So I bet your perspective on shit is, like, wild. It's actually crazy because, like, so like I said, I didn't grow up on hip-hop. Yeah. Like, until I didn't, like, discover really hip-hop until, like, I was 12, mm-hmm. 11 or 12, somewhere around there. But when I did discover it, like, I grew up on the West Coast, so it's like... I all around me was like East Siders and Snoop and West Side Connection and like, you know, the whole like West Coast music. Like, you know what I'm saying? Dr. Dre, 2001, Chronic, Exhibit, Snoop, like like that whole thing. And, uh, and, but the first hip hop artist that I discovered that like the first video I saw was Busta Rhymes. Um, and it was like, put your hands in my eyes, cause see, I seen the video, and I was just like floored. I was like, what wow. the hell is this? I don't even know what this is, yeah. but I love it. Like, I, so I started researching more. So on my like personal like CDs that I would make, it was like hella like East Coast rap. It was like Biggie, it was Nas, it mm. was Jay, it was uh, Busta, it was you know what I mean. It was mm. it was a lot of the it was a lot of the East Coast joints, um, Pun, Big L. Then later on, it was like a lot of Dipset, a lot of yeah. Cam. Um, but it was also a lot of like Snoop and a lot of East Siders and a lot of like a lot of the West Coast joints. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, the Midwest, like I didn't really, the Midwest and South was obviously always there because it was like popular, it, like especially like at that time, yeah. like the South and like Atlanta and the Midwest yeah. was, and Chicago was coming up crazy. So yeah. of course I was, I was on that. So it was like a pretty broad spectrum, whereas a lot of people sometimes especially during that time, the regionality in hip hop was mm-hmm. really, really prevalent. So like a lot of people's exposure to to the sound was like based on their region mm-hmm. outside of the popular music. Whereas mine was like I kinda I kinda came into it I would consider late, you mm-hmm. know? Um and so when I came into it, you know, me and my brother, I just remember sitting playing video games, listening to the roots. And mm. like, you know, Jill Scott and like, you know, Buster Rhymes and like, you know, so it's like that it was, it was, it was kind of weird because I, that was me at the house. But then when I would go to school, we was all rapping the lyrics to I Love It, you know, from yeah. the East Side. It's like, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's, it's, it's all over the place. Yeah. It's all over the place, really. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, man. You know, it's, uh, it's funny because the second you said uh, Cameron, like, I just can't now, I just have um, um, the. Oh yeah! Oh my God! He's super. I feel like uh, I feel like people who know know, but in general, I feel like he's underrated as just like even just even his just contribution to hip hop. Yeah, is just super underrated. He's under also underrated as a lyricist because people kind of see like the little the the flashy kind of silly side. But like, yeah, he's 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 definitely one of my favorites. Like I would I would like I would liken him to like a. Like who would I compare him? It's it's hard because he's done so much for so long yeah. and in so many different ways. It's hard to compare. But but nevertheless, I won't even try to compare him. I'll just say that like for me, um, lyrically, he's a he's a big influence or, or, or inspiration, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just his overall impact on hip hop is just you know yeah. I don't even need to explain that. So, yeah. yeah, man, that. That that's so cool. And you know, I can I can hear and the first thing that, that stood out to me uh listening to your music like this past couple of weeks, 
um, now that you're saying that like you have um, just like background in other genres, like classical stuff, jazz and whatnot, like that's now I can definitely see that because like your production is fucking next level. Thanks, man. bro. Yeah, you have a great ear for Thank like you. beats and Thank you. and then even better, like really knowing how to like write them and like yeah it's it's so cool because i'm i'm obviously like there is something in rap where um like you you either you're either like looking at a wave and going like okay uh let me let me hop on that or hop on it and maybe do something slightly different Mm -hmm. and then like but it's it's rare. It's always like to me like rare to come across guys like you that off the bat have a different sound. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm like when you first started rapping, do you feel like you sounded did, was there an evolution to you like sounding like maybe people you were influenced by and then eventually like gravitating towards your own sound or was it just like that off the bat? Uh when I started recording music, it was like that off the bat. Wow. When I was when I was rapping when I first started rapping, like freestyling and battling and stuff, and like at, at school and all that kind of stuff, I feel like I was rapping how I thought I should rap. But even then, it was still like it was coming from me. But I was I was obviously saying stuff that just I was just like you know. I, but but I noticed that I was really just good at putting words together, and like yeah. I was good at like visual like yeah. visual story like you know uh, storytelling and rap. So. Um, but when I first started recording music, I knew from the jump I was like, I, if I'm gonna do this. I want to do it the way I want to do it. Um, and it also encourages me that people, by the time you jump on a wave, you're too late for the most part. And also, people don't, like, I, I want to be great. And so, like, the people who are great had to step away from the way people were doing things mm-hmm. and just listen to how, what they what their influences. And also, I just can't escape my influences. Yeah. Like, I, I listen to a lot of movie scores. I watch a lot of movies. I'm into a lot of, like, Larger than life themes yeah. and dynamic musical arrangements and like live me and just, I so like I'm like I can't escape those influences yeah. and also like I lean into it because I I love the way it sounds it has to make sense to me like even we'll go back to like my first video I saw was Busta Rhymes yeah. put your hands in my eyes because see that song doesn't sound it's to this day doesn't sound like it sound like any hip hop song yeah. it just doesn't yeah. like it um, and so he's yeah. a, sorry not to cut you go off ahead. I just. Like want to add like Buster Rhymes, I think is acknowledged for being a good rapper. I think he's an. I think he is underrated as a musician. Oh, one hundred thousand percent. I I I even think he's underrated as a rapper because people just look at him as like a fat. Oh, he just raps fat. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, I, I don't even want to go. I don't even want to start because <laughs> yeah. it's just it's crazy. Because like if you listen to his projects, it's like as a rapper, there's no style that he hasn't done or can't do. There's no like rhythm, singing, rapping, production, ear, storytelling, hits, whatever you want, videos, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's kind of like a standard, like, right? So I look at the, I don't measure myself to my peers. You know, I measure myself to the greats, literally. Yeah. Like, I want, like, it, Shakespeare wrote Hamlet. I think he wrote Hamlet. I'm tripping. <laughs> yeah, Shakespeare wrote Hamlet. <laughs> I'm trying to write my my Hamlet yeah. in like rap or or music in general, like, you know. Um, I'm trying to make Inception. I'm trying to make yeah. The Matrix. Like I'm trying to make um, Disneyland yeah. from scratch. And so it's like, you know, the peop- the greats of just 
culture and contribution to like humanity. Like I'm trying to make my own thing of whatever that is, you yeah. know. And and so be, and because I'm doing that, I can't just. It, it, I find it difficult to just grab the kind of current whatever yeah. and just do that, yeah. you know. So yeah, and it doesn't mean I won't lean into that sometimes if I if I'm feeling the, if I'm feeling the vibe, like yeah. you know what I mean. But I I have to do what's true to me. Yeah, you know what I mean? absolutely. Yeah, no, because I mean like. Um, I feel like if uh, if I were ever uh, if I were a rapper, I would want to at some point dabble into everything, just to like just say like fuck it, like even if it doesn't even come out, like um, like even someone like I would qu- as quote unquote like serious as Kendrick, um, like I just wonder if he's ever like you know what man, like maybe I should just have some fun, make like a little track with Migos. Just have some fun. Right, right. Let's put it out. I mean, he I mean, technically he does that. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, he did the joint with ASAP and Drake. Uh Oh yeah. I love man, it's yeah. my problem. Yeah, it's like, you know, he has those those joints, but I feel like too is like that's the beauty of hip hop. It's like because of the format, it's literally it's hip hop is like soul food. You basically take something that you couldn't have and make it into whatever you want it to be. Like, mm-hmm. right? Because there was no music programs in, you know, in, 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 in New York or at the, the, in the area at the time. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, we'll just take this beat break and loop it yeah. and cut it up and we'll just make something out of it. So you can literally grab from anything. You can grab from classical, you grab from jazz, you grab from R&B, you grab from soul, you grab from like, you know what I mean? Like you just grab from country music, like, you know, and so it's like, you can literally make anything out of it. That's why hip hop, I think is so special. That's why it's the number one most popular genre. Yeah. That's why it's so um, enrapturing because it encompasses everything. And you get your silly records and you get your serious stuff. And like, even with me, like like my last, like I was trying to put a finger on my last project. It's like, there's triumphant joints, there's sad joints, there's more melodic joints, there's more serious rapping joints, there's more hard joints, there's more like then there's like sentimental joints where I'm literally crying on the track. There's like yeah. some like celebratory joints. It's like the sound is so big and vast because that's kind of how my mind works. Mm-hmm. I just I dab I go everywhere, you know what I'm saying? And so it's just literally a reflection of of how I see things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow, man. Um yeah, it's uh uh you you give like I also notice that you give the production like just the perfect amount of space to shine on its own, and then like you also do your thing too. Like I love how like um, there's like a there's a sense of like I don't know how to describe it, but there's a there's a patience in your music that has like a strong sense of maturity in it mm. like there's no there's just this like um it's like there there's nothing wrong with this but some like rap albums especially from younger artists where like it's just song after song like they're coming in pretty immediately and like it's just it's just song after song like bar after bar and like sometimes just letting shit breathe and like letting the music do its thing because like that that's what creates like the scene like 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 if you're trying to create music that's like really visual and bringing up like images i feel like you have to like be a little patient well yeah it's kind of like a it's kind of like a i look at it as like a movie or even a conversation you before you have a conversation with someone you got to read the room 
Yeah. You got to read the vibes. Wow. You got to like, you have to literally, like, you can't just, like, you, you don't just open your eyes and start talking to somebody. Yeah. Like, you look at them, you check the vibe. Like, should I even be talking to them? Yeah. And sometimes that's how I look at the music. I'm like, wait, let them be, like, the, the, I have to set the scene for the film. So I give you the bird's eye view first. Then I just give you, like, some rustling leaves and maybe an old rusty door and maybe some snow, like, that's, like, melted a little bit on the icicles on the top. So when I open the door and it creaks, you won't trip that there's like an old man hovering above the stove and like an old pot, like because it makes sense, yeah. right? So now I know that I can be an old man over the stove because I've already set the scene for this. Now if you yeah. now if I set that same scene and you walked in and there was an alien in in the room, I mean it still might be dope, but it's <laughs> but but it's only it'll be dope because it's shock you because it's not what you expect. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But but what I have to do is I have to figure out what I want to give, what I want to match with that scene that's yeah. set. I actually have the problem of the inverse. Sometimes I don't want to rap at all in these wow. songs. Sometimes I don't want to sing it because I'm just like this, especially like with this new stuff that I've been making. Yeah. I've been producing a lot, and I'm like I'm like, dang, like I've been listening to this <laughs> song for months and with with just no no words and it just goes so hard. Yeah. But like, but you know, I but I do love the the word, you know. So I'm gonna do that. But like, you know, I I feel like. You have to, I feel like it's a balancing act. It's a dance. It's like a it's like a ballet when you have like, you know, uh two dancers dancing to the same song. Like mm-hmm. that's what I feel like it has to be with the music. You have to dance with it and not like overpower it or mm-hmm. let it overpower you. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's a very delicate balance. And sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but if you're aiming for that balance, most of the time you'll 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 get somewhere close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. You know, um overall, like because uh, I think um, a lot of conversations about hip hop can be very narrow, like when discussing the progression or if you're talking to certain people, mm-hmm. the regression of hip hop, it's always like they're always only looking at it from one angle. And if you talk to people, they're like, oh, man, it was better in the 90s compared to like now, right. because they're only looking at it from a lyrical standpoint right. and like not like everything that is going on. Like I... I don't know if it's like blasphemous to say this, but I would say that like pound for pound uh, rappers are probably better musicians today than they were 25 years ago in the Mm -hmm. sense that like embracing melody, embracing harmony and like different styles of production rather than like the, the like, okay, here's a beat and then put your best bars on it mentality. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's not even a. It's not even like a. Um, not saying that the rappers in the '90s weren't capable mm-hmm. of that musicality. It's just it just wasn't the demand at the time. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like it's different. It's kind of like this. The you take the best drummer in the world, and you put him up against the best saxophonist in the world. It's like, which one's the better musician? Mm. There is no answer. Yeah, they're just different, and yeah. they're great at that. I feel like. Earlier in rap, or let's say mid-rap, because right, let's be honest, we're talking about like the golden era, right? We're talking about late 80s, 90s to the late 90s, right? Where you talk about the lyrical, lyrical, super, you know. Yeah. Those guys, I feel like, were like drummers, right? It's, it's about rhythm. It's about cadence. It's about what you're saying. Yeah. Um, this era... And we're and even even now we're generalizing right because yeah. we're talking about popular rap because yeah. really there's been all of this from all from all angles of the beginning even till now there's still like I mean think about right now you have Kendrick 
you have the whole Griselda thing. You have Jay Electronica still dropping. You have, like, you know, uh, you have pe- people throw Cole in there. You have Jay-Z still making music. Nas just got a Grammy. I feel like lyrical rap is, has not left. Yeah. Like, it's not gone anywhere. Yeah. You know, Black Thought is still doing it. Lupe is still doing it. Like, I feel like, and even even a lot of the, like, Joey, you know what I mean? Still doing it. Like, um, Vince Staples, Schoolboy Q. Like, I mean, I could just, I can go on. Yeah. Reason, like, I like or, you know, um, J-Rock. I just feel like, yes, it's, sti- it's still going to be here. Lyrics, lyric, high level lyrical rap is not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, Daylight is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I just feel like. It's not going anywhere, but with their like on the popular radio tip, it's more melodic. But I just think that the rappers started doing what the back in the day the R and B singers would do for the hip hop hook. So then instead of hiring somebody to do the hook, they just do it themselves now. Yeah. And then they, and then that started kind of bleeding into where I'm gonna do melodic rap because you still had your bone bone thugs was early nineties, yeah. mid nineties, like they they. I still want to hear them with Amigos on a yeah. song because I feel like Bone Thugs right now, if they were had their stuff, to, like th- they would kill, yeah. like it because they set the they set the stage for that, you know. What I mean, Far Side and all that. Um, so I just feel like it's just different instruments that yeah. that 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 people are playing, you know what I mean? And I feel like for me, I value every part of it yeah right i value the lyricism i value the melody i value the beat i value the dynamic uh construct i even like i even like some of the consistency and steady heartbeat pace of like the boom bap of the 90s because there was something very hypnotizing no pun intended with biggie (laughs) about like about that type of that type of beat it just puts you almost dang near in a trance you know what i mean and speaking of biggie Again, someone who was better, probably as good or better at his instrument than anybody's ever been or will be, yeah. right? Like the way the pockets that he found, that still to this day, it's it's incredible. If you yeah. go back and listen to like his 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 like I was listening to uh, suicidal thoughts the other day, and I'm just like, this dude, he was doing stuff that. Again, pockets that rappers are still finding today, but they just doubled the BPM. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, I kind of look at everything as a canvas from 1979 till now in, in hip hop as like a as like a, a toolkit that I can pull from. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I'm in a society of spoken art, which is a, a, a rap guild, but we study we studied. Uh, Hip hop from 1979 until now, and when we broke down what they were doing in 1979 and 1980, is it was insane. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, like people are still using that to this day, still using the same formulas and the same things. And so, like, I look at it all as a toolkit, and yeah. and there's no like a wrench is only as valuable as when it's time to use a wrench. Yeah, you know what I mean. A drill is only valuable when it's time to use a drill. Yeah. Like, so I just feel like at different times and different eras and different for different things different parts of hip hop are the greatest part of hip hop. Yeah. It just depends on when you're us- utilizing this thing, yeah. you know. I I love that is such a refreshing perspective because I've always been on the um on the like uh like most people that whether they, like they prefer new school hip hop or old school um like both sides will kind of look at me like, "Huh?" when I'm like, "Yeah, like I like Biggie 
and little baby. Right. Shoot me. Like it's like what? Like right. they they do different things. They provide different vibes and like diff- just different cadences and and flows right. and stuff. And um, but it's weird though, you know, because I, I have noticed that people have such a um, personal uh, relationship with music that like for some reason people get so um, and de- like defensive. It, yeah, and, and, and yeah. Here's the it, thing, bro. Here, I'll tell you what it is. It's Western culture. Mm. And here's what it is. Yeah. You're either Democrat or you're Republican. You either have, you're either been vaccinated or you're anti-vax conspiracy theorist. Yeah. You're either, you know, you're either all or nothing. It's black or white. It's a versus. It's superhero versus villain. It's like we were raised, you're a good kid or you're a bad kid. There is yeah. no in between. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're passing or you're failing. You're wow. There's no gray area. We're not allowed. You're either... You're either single or you're married. It's like yeah. it's like you know what I'm saying. Wait, well, hold on. But Shorty was kind of cute, but not. <laughs> but like you know. But I feel like I feel like this kind of indoctrination is not really good for us because it's like you either and we see this all the time. It's like you're like right now, just recently, you're either Drake or you're Donda. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like why? Why does it have to be like that? Yeah. And I feel like we're raised like that, and that's even outside of music, right? Yeah. So that that finds its way into music. So it's like. Like even now on the way here, I was listening to Travis, then I switched over to Jay Electronica, um, and then I switched over to some Kanye, uh, and then I switched over some to some Nas, but like all all four of those guys, um, <laughs> if they called, I couldn't get to the studio fast enough. You know what I mean? But they're so different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they're all just like the greatest at what they do. Yeah. Um, and I feel like freeing ourselves from having to choose um, is is so liberating and it just opens up a whole new world. Like yeah. I never forget my homeboy Ben one time I was like, yo, would you would you rather um you know how you play would you rather? I I forgot what it was. I was like, would you rather do this or do that? He was like, neither. And I was like, well, you gotta choose. He was like, no, I don't. And it was like, wow, it was like you don't. You're right. Yeah, yeah like even on a hypothetical scenario, yeah. just taking that stance yeah. is just like, but we can take that stance in real life. And I feel like people feel like you have to be invested. It's like either either it's either Cole, Drake, or Kendrick, or it's either, you know, um you either are, you know, are are Lupe Stan or you hate Lupe. Yeah. Or you like it's it's just really weird. It's like it don't have to be one or the other. You know what yeah. I mean? I do have my feelings about certain songs or musical pieces and, and music just like everybody else and there are things that I love and there are things that I hate but at the same time it's just like I'm not going to hate them because I because I have to like I don't have to like we're gonna kid ourselves saying that some of these Don Tolliver joints aren't crazy I, I was just listening to what was it uh it was on from the Jack Boys uh album oh yeah it was in oh, I forget what because I'm gonna Hold up, I'm gonna tell you right now because it's one of my favorite. <laughs> it's literally one of my favorite songs of the last like four years. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, let me pull it up because I had it right here. I was just playing it. Oh, um, had enough. It's Don Tolliver, Quavo, and Offset off the Jack Boys uh, album. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible, 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 incredible record. I got. I still have to find out who produced that. It's it's insane. Um, but. Then when I turn on, you know, Illmatic, 
is like just as insane. Yeah. You know? So I don't have to I don't have to I don't have to choose between the two. Why would I why would I want to do that? Because yeah. then it deprives me of enjoying like some fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm being or being inspired by something yeah. or influenced or like or whatever. Or yeah. a certain mood, you know? Yeah. So I just feel like, yeah, the more the more we can the more we can do that, it's like, you know, I don't drink, I don't judge people who do. Yeah. I don't you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like it, it's fine. It's okay. You don't have to be on a winning or losing side. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I feel like we've been so socialized and have that those ideas so ingrained in us, they make it they make its way to our music yeah. and our fashion and our who we choose to hang around and yeah. blah blah blah. It's just yeah. that's not the way life works in real life. You yeah. know, there are gray areas. You yeah. Know? That's so that's so smart. Like anytime you're wondering why something like is a certain way in a certain thing. I mean, we're we're talking about music to be able to like zoom out and be like, oh well, that's just like a fundamental of the culture. Um, especially here, you're absolutely right. Blue or red or like this or that. Mm. Um, yeah, because you know, I mean, I, I always ask, like it always comes down to like in the one life that you have to live, like why wouldn't you want to enjoy as much as you possibly can? Like, exactly. isn't it in your benefit to be able to be like, um, like, um, um, always get kind of like, I get like fucking angry when I meet, especially meet musicians who only like, like, they only like one genre or two genres because I'm just like, oh my God, like that's, that's, you, that's the vibe that like a Motley Crue concert you could not replicate in any other genre. The vibe at like a, a Wayne concert, you could not like you like you know like a, a big jazz guy or like a fucking like orchestra playing at their best. Like they're because instead of like um, instead of I would, I would, I think of it from a film perspective where it's like oh man like all genres are dope because if you were choosing the music for different scenes for different movies, like if that was your job, you'd realize that like there is a perfect song mm -hmm. for like every type of scene. Facts. Like, yeah, if you're doing a club scene, there might be like a moment in like a little baby song that's amazing. And then like if there's like a dude driving down the street in the open road in the country, it's like, damn, let me pull out like my Kenny Rogers bag. Right, right. And like, you know, what's, yeah. you, know, you know what's funny is that like that's, I feel like there's only one genre. Like, so you said that the feeling, I was just listening to Muse. Muse is one of my favorite bands. Mm. I was like, wow, this is, you can't get this anywhere except for one place. Mm. There's only one genre where you can get it all. And that's hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. You go see, I went to go see John Williams perform live, right? Well, again, one of my favorites. Just. Incredible. If I could just do half of what he did. Um, and I was thinking, wow, this feeling is incredible. And then I was thinking, I felt this feeling before. Not like obviously the exact same, mm. but like in the zone before. And it was when I went to see the Pablo tour with Kanye. Wow. And it was like, that's that's what I mean about hip hop. Because hip hop is a sample based genre. Mm. It literally just started from someone taking looping a beat break, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, so you can take, so you mean to tell me you can take elements, I mean, you know, we've heard cla classical elements in hip hop, break down the strings and, yeah. and then we've heard jazz elements in hip hop, right? Yeah. We, we've, we've heard rock elements in hip hop, we've heard hip hop elements in hip hop, we've heard spoken yeah. word, we've heard, 
you know, metal. We've heard, you know, like, like what Ice T used to do with the heart. Like, <laughs> but I, like, so what I mean by, and obviously you can't get the exact thing, but what I what I mean is like the mood. Mm-hmm. Depending on the hip hop artist, depending on the show, depending on the song. Even if you take my last hip hop record for like, I could go play that. I can go take. I can take a song from there and play it anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Even like a little hard. No, no, no. I could. I, yeah, I could. I could do so. Like, like for example, I did a. I did a live recording of, of a couple of my joints, and this is like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna rock this out. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna okay. We're gonna jazz this up right now. Right now, we're gonna we're gonna classical this. We're gonna smooth jazz this. We're gonna we're gonna you know Pavarotti acapella <laughs> this out to the max. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Um, which is what makes hip hop so beautiful. But but to your point. It's like a wide array of things leads to a wide array of influence and knowledge, even if you don't necessarily end up liking the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so that's why I say that's why that's why people always say travel, yeah. go go see the world, go see different things because you never know. You know, and it's the same way in our in our musical genres. We should travel through, especially nowadays where we have it in five seconds. I just pulled up a song in three seconds to yeah. show you. It's like. That that wasn't it wasn't always like that in history. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so for right now, we have access to it. Let's let's go. Let's dive in there. You know yeah. what I mean. Let's let's see what let's see what's out there. Yeah. If, if, if 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 nothing at the very least, you found something that you love. And if you don't, then you can just leave it where it was and just continue on. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Man, I shit, dude. I I wish fucking. Uh, but but see, it's it's funny because again, like I I was gonna say like I wish everyone kind of saw music that way. But again, like when you zoom out. It's just about because this is a type. It's a it's a universal mentality. It's like um, I've never had this kind of food, but like fuck it, let's try it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's weird too because something you're you're saying, I'm kind of realizing is um, there's like levels to experience something and then not enjoying it. It's like you might not enjoy something and then you leave it at that, but then like when you don't enjoy something and because you didn't like it, like you're also trying to like stop its progress or stop other people yeah. from enjoying it. That's when it's that's just like, crazy. yo, like, yeah. why wow, just walk away from something and be that's like, wild. okay, that's not my cup of tea, but I'm glad like other people yeah. are like, no, that happy and enjoying this. <laughs> that like, sounds too easy, man. That's like the opposite of what happens on social media. <laughs> yeah, true. That sounds, yeah. No, but that, that's how I am. Like when people, you know, people always, when they find out I do music or they find out what type of music I do or they, you know, they see, they always want to ask me like, so what do you think about this? Or what do you think about this person? And what it, do you, and I'm just like, well, it don't really matter what I think. I mean, I'll tell you if you really want to know, yeah. but it, but does it really matter? I mean, I'll recommend to you some mm-hmm. great stuff that I think is amazing. Um, but, uh, starting with me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, uh, but you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, and if so, if and I think something is trash, I'm gonna tell you, yeah, I, I think it's trash, but yeah. obviously someone else doesn't because it's out here in yeah. the world, and yeah. so, you know, knock yourself out, you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, yeah, I, I just it's like live and let live, but also it's like celebrate what you love more than you talk down about what you don't like. That's kind of, and I'm not perfect at that, but that's that's. That's what I constantly aim for. Mm-hmm. It's con- constantly what I remind myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I'm um uh curious to um see what like maybe movie soundtracks in the past. Um, I had a had a time like in the past couple years. Um, when Tenet first came out, there were a couple tracks on that. I was just like, oh my god, fuck. Like, it's funny that you say that, bro. It's funny that you bring that up. 
It, it's so funny. You know why it's funny that you bring that yeah. up? Because I just made a song called Manifesto. Wow. And I don't want to give away too much, yeah. but that tenant reference, uh, we shot a video. Whoa. Oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> I'm just saying. Chris, Chris, he's one of my... He's again. He's one of my favorites. Uh, I just, I kid you not. I took this screenshot earlier, where I sent my uh, my cousin a the trailer for the music video, and he called me Pimpin Tarantino, <laughs> and I called myself <laughs> Nixtafer Nolan. <laughs> I kid you not. It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Then he, oh call, then he called God. me. Then he called me Flava Duvernay, and I was like, "Okay, that's the winner." Uh, but no, it's funny that you say that because I I saw Tenet like five or six times, and I I went home and I painted this painting called Entropy Nine Six Three. Um, but I, I, again, the music, you know, it's incredible. I mean, I've I've done like some scoring before, and uh, even now I'm doing some more right now. Um, but from Jump Street. From a from a little kid, I mean a little kid. Movie scores have been like the the thing for me. Yeah, and I try to make my music like movie scores because yeah. movie scores pull in emotion. They 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 jolt you into an emotional state depending what's happening on screen. Yeah. and I want my music to jolt people into an emotional state. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I want them to to jump in there and be engulfed in whatever it is that I'm trying to get across. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Dude, um uh what was it? There's a um and it's so short and it would be like a insignificant scene to well actually no, it is pretty significant. It's um John David Washington's character meeting Neil, uh Robert Pattinson and Den- the, the, Denzel Washington. Um yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that that. No, I know, I know, I know, John yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's funny, I heard jokes somebody called him Denzel Washington and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um oh when he meets him? Yeah, yeah. And, and they're sitting down yeah, and, he and tells I think him the he... track is called Meeting Neil. Yeah. And there's like a a synth like just the way it hits in that track, like I just kept because it's like a minute fifty. It kind of swells. It kind of yes. swells up and down. Yeah, yeah like, I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. When he's like, "Oh yeah, he wants a, he wants a diet coke." He's yeah. like, "No, I don't." He's like, "Yeah, you do." Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, trust, bro. Where trust me. <laughs> the first time I saw that movie, and the opera scene when the music starts going backwards, when the when the bullet came back through the yeah. I said, okay, yeah. we're dealing with where this is, again. I want to make, <laughs> I want to make something as good as as Tenet was made. Like yeah. I want to make something as good as like Hans Zimmer's best piece. You know, right. in whatever way I make it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, like that 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 scene right there it was just like flawless. Yeah, yeah, it's flawless because the music provided the the. The setting, yeah, you know, yeah, that and like, um, what Boeing seven forty seven fifty seven seven fifty seven yeah fifty seven, um, and then for me probably since it's it's come out, um, I would say like, um, man, probably uh, the Interstellar um, soundtrack that that shit like 
dust, the dust field. Oh. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just so. Like he, you know what's so funny? Okay, so uh, that's Zimmer too, I believe. So what's so funny is that the, what the difference between the Interstellar uh, score and like some of the other previous scores that he's done, it was more. Like he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna push I'm gonna like literally push these sounds in your ear like I'm going to like it's a lot of swell it's a lot of like just crescendo like crescendo that never ends mm-hmm. um, because of the magnitude of the of the movie but did you know I mean you might know this but he created the score without seeing any of the movie that is fucking crazy I did not know he, that. Christopher Nolan sent Hans Zimmer the st- a story about a father and a daughter. What? And he created the score. I kid you not, bro. What? I'm telling you. Again, one of the, bro, like, matter of fact, you see this Morse code right here? Oh, wow. Wow! <laughs> I have a tattoo Morse code on my thing, and it says "Stay in Morse code" Holy right here. Shit, bro! I like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the article and I'm gonna send it to you. That's the I think what's insane about that is because like I I I categorize movie soundtracks or I rank them in two ways, which is like okay, just raw, like uh. Like rating the music, if I was just listening to the music and going like, mm-hmm. okay, and then, um, which I think is a more important category or like way of organizing it is like how well does the soundtrack like work with the film? Like those are two right, different right. lists. Two and different like, things. Exactly. For me, Interstellar is number one in any movie I've seen where it's like, wow, the like. The the I think the the best compliment I imagine you can get as a film composer is that this great movie would not be great without your music. Oh yeah, that's but that's most movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's some. I mean, see, here's the thing: is again, it's like, yeah, you could like look at something like the intro scene to The Dark Knight, right? Remember when the Joker is going through and all the clowns are like killing each other and they're like doing the bank heist? Oh, and yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is an incredible scene, right? Yeah. And you're thinking to yourself, like, hmm, if there was no music, this scene would probably still go, but it just wouldn't be the same. Yeah. It just would not be this. It, like, there's a reason why movies have scores. Yeah. Period. I mean, because yeah. if they did, I mean, and there's a reason why, and again, like you talk about the space, there's a reason why at some parts in some movies, don't have a score at that part. Like one of the final battles in like Lord of the Rings, mm. when they're rolling up on uh on, on Sauron at you know at the Black Gate, when they finally clash like this music is music is building and when they finally clash, it's just no it's just yeah. no, there's no music. Yeah. And you, you just hear the raw but that that absence, that vacuum had to be created because there was music before. Yes. And then once you remove it, it creates a vacuum. So even the absence of the score yeah. is a testament to the presence of the score yeah. and what it does and how it like affects. Yeah, I found the thing. It says, um, Christopher Nolan visited Hans Zimmer and asked him to create a music, uh, create a piece of music that depicts a father-daughter relationship. He did not inform him that the movie is about space travel. Hans Zimmer was informed in a paper given by Nolan that it is about a father leaving her daughter to do an important job. Um, and, in two, and in two sentences, he wrote, I'll come back and then when. And the music came out as the, the, the scene from... Damn. 
Yeah. Wow. It's incredible. Yeah. And and it's it's crazy uh that um uh the, the stay uh track because well there's two stays. There's stays mm-hmm. with like the the the, the like acronym, acronym. And yeah. Then, then there's the then regular, stay yeah. and the one the acronym one for me because the 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 just the the looping little melody it, it's just so um it's so fucking hypnotic. The bum bum. It's, yeah, it's, 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 barely, it's barely a melody. Yeah, it's two right, notes. Right. Yeah, yeah, which is it, insane. It's yeah. just so tasteful. And I think I think that soundtrack uh, or that score for me is a... It's almost as if like there's a challenge of like every note you have to write has to have like a real purpose. Like there is mm-hmm. zero fluff in this like at all. There's no like extra ornaments or like moving lines that don't need to be there um because i think like yeah man i mean it's it's but knowing that he did not have a visual um uh for that is absolutely incredible because i think being able to write something that can portray the magnitude of being in space without those visuals it, like I mean, that's fucking impressive. This is why I love my larger than life canvas that I use to make music because it's about there's there's a reason. So there's a reason why I like uh, science fiction mm-hmm. is because science fiction is just a conduit to tell stories about human emotion, psychology, sociology, physiology, um, and like philosophy mm. right it's like these are like, if you take any science fiction movie and you throw out the name and i'll be like oh that movie's just about blah 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 yeah. and it's but it's just set in these things but the th- the 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 theme is it makes everything heightened it heightens the emotion it heightens the stakes it heightens the um you know the the palette for which you know you you take it in so it's like creating that score for Hans Zimmer, right, is like he's just using that emotion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I like to do. Yeah. I like to get to that emotion. And I feel like the avenue that I want to use to get there happens to be big sounding records. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, man. And 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 see this like yeah, this is one of those episodes that like reminds me why I love doing this so much because like everything you're saying I got like a sense of listening to your music, but then to like really hear you in detail, like validate that suspicion of like, oh yeah, like this person must listen to fucking everything because like I can hear that in your music. And it's just so cool to like, because clearly you know your fucking history. You know like what people are making, you know, like and and the open-mindedness to just explore it all um, but like, man, it's so, it's so cool to bring that, like, um, uh, as a, as a rapper, as an artist to bring the full, like just the full, you're just throwing everything at that song. Like you're not looking at your, yourself as, oh, I put bars on a song or I like do this or that. Like you're, you're like you're looking at the song as like its own world. 
and like exactly. providing the details to that world. Mm-hmm. And that it's just, that's cool, man, because you can really hear your mentality as a person in the music. That's and funny. What, what I'm, I'm curious, what song you, cause you, you were, yes, you were, you were uh, saying a song. It was, um, it was a uh, nightcrawler. <laughs> yes. Nightcrawler. I was like, Whoa. Okay. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And it was, it was like, it was like 11 p.m. and I just um, um, and I say that just because like there are the setting yeah yeah there are certain albums where it's just like um, um, man something about it at nighttime it oh, just yeah. like shoots up my list of favorite albums mm-hmm. like someone was um, uh, talking to a couple of friends like Lord released um, mm-hmm. her third studio album recently and like I heard it like. I listened to it at like maybe in like 12 or 1 p.m. And I was like, okay, this is okay. And then like mm-hmm. after a gig, coming home late night, I was like tired. And then I listened to the album and I was like, whoa, this is yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now that this album that I'm making right now is a nighttime album. Fuck yeah. N- nighttime album. Love that. A winter nighttime <laughs> album. Like wow. it's, 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 yeah. But it's funny because Nightcrawlers, obviously, it was Nightcrawlers. I was, you know, what's funny is like I wanted to make my version of like Thriller, which is, oh. which is like, yeah, uh, we, we didn't get to do the video just because I didn't, I, I couldn't do it the way I wanted to do it. Yeah, um, I still might go back one day and do a video. There's no rules, um, <laughs> but like, yeah, like it's funny that you say that song because honestly, I it's one of those songs where I'm like, ah, eh, people aren't gonna be into this, like. It, <sighs> I'm just I'm going I'm I'm weirding out right now and I'm just like doing I'm just making like you said earlier just making the, the song that I want to make and yeah. whatever I'll end up putting it out, um, but yeah it's uh, Nightcrawler is one of them joints man where I I definitely spent a lot of time yeah. like, you know um, and it's very conce- it's very conceptual it's very visual but yeah. it's like yeah it's definitely one of them nighttime songs I'm glad you I'm glad you like it man yeah. it's like it's <laughs> oh it's dude refreshing. that's so that that this is so cool because. Um, the fact that it's uh, it's a standout track to me, and it's also a standout track to you, I, I don't I don't know what it is because like I can, I don't know why like like I could hear a, I could hear that it was special, mm-hmm. I and you know it's funny because like I think most people would look at an album and be like oh like what are the starred ones because those are the singles oh or whatever, God, yeah. but like that that doesn't necessarily like show which track especially to the artist is like the mm-hmm. one that maybe like they just had like a little like um like a little extra this and yeah. then i was like oh man there's something about nightcrawler that is like yeah funny enough my my, my cousin that i was just showing you that he he helped me produce it like i went it was my birthday and he was like yo for your birthday i'll produce uh, a record for you i went over there we i was like yeah i want something like this and then i went over he started making it and then he was like, okay, cool. And then we left and he sent me it. And then we took it to the studio. And then me and my friend Henry, we just kind of built it up yeah. and just added all the, you know, the flowers and arrangements and all that. Um, but yeah, it's one of those joints where it's like, it's meant to be a movie. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? From from the beginning yeah. all the way to the end, um, it's supposed to be literally, you know, a, it builds up, it starts, it's kind of mysterious. Yeah. And I don't want to say scary, but it's like, it's like a little bit, it's like a thriller, yeah. Literally in the genre, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I love that joint, man. I love that joint. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, man, I know we're getting to our our time, but uh, fuck, dude, I I I love 
talking to and because this is not it's not just because you're an artist and you're not and you and you're a musician um like i love uh talking to anyone that really just fucking loves music and like i've met a lot of great musicians but like maybe they like it more from like a you know like i love like performing music but they're not really like a, a historian of it or like listen to a ton of stuff or whatever and like just that like um i can just tell you're one of those people i could talk to forever yeah yeah you just love i just love music. i just love music bro i just love music and yeah. i and i'm a student i'm a forever student obviously and there's so much more I, for me to learn and there's so much more for me to discover but i just try to like I, I love it so much. Like, what what can I do? But 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 be passionate about it, even if, well, I might say if, if I wasn't making it, because there's no scenario in, in yes, no sir. reality where I wouldn't be making it. Yes, but sir. I'm just saying, like, even while I'm not making it, like, I'm still constantly, constantly, you know, um, you know, I got my one of my friends gifted me like tickets to like the Van Gogh exhibit, and I just was like, dang. I would love to curate the music for the game, for the Van Gogh wow. exhibit. Like I wonder, I would love to do the score yeah. for a Van Gogh wow. exhibit. Like that would be insane to me. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Um, but th that's how I think about music. Wow. Like you know when when I'm when I'm you know it could be anything. You know what I mean. I'm in the grocery store. I hear the joint. You know what I mean. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Kiss me down by the Milky Way. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is my joint. This is my jam. Like Fuck you know what yeah. I mean. But like it just like. It's it's like when, when I hear that song, I'm like, bro, how can you not love that yep. song? It's just such a good song. Yep. Shout know? out to grocery stores for reminding us of songs like that. Shania Twain, Shania Twain Natasha Bedingfield. Like, let's talk about. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> how can you be in the girl? Like, I have this. I have this playlist that yeah. I that I have on my phone called "She's All White," yeah. and it's just a bunch of white girls singing about how happy they are in life, yeah. and it's just like the best thing ever. Oh my like, God. Uh, but like. It, it, yeah, it's like, you know, uh, what was I listening to? Um, closing time, every new beginning. Oh shit! I, you never heard that song? So fucking familiar. Oh who's, who's my this? god, bro! It's like it's, it's the it's the best song ever. <laughs> it, it literally, there is no greater song in the world. Like it's just it's, it's incredible. Hold up, let, let me get, let me get this for you, <laughs> because it's so good. I'm gonna send it to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they see here. Yep, there it is. Semisonic. It's this song right here. Yeah, oh my God. Wow. So this, so this is Ben. This... Is this band that that uh, created a song for yeah. the end of their set? Yeah. They didn't have a song to send people home. Yeah. So they made a song called "Closing Time," but they use it as a metaphor. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> it's, okay, so so it's crazy because they, so they made this song, but they they used it as a metaphor for like a child being born. Yeah. It's like close your bar tabs. It's time for you to go out into the world now. Like wow. you can't stay here and drink. You got to go. And it's like the dude's son or daughter was being born and they were like, yeah, you have to, you can't stay yeah. with, with your mom. You have to go out into the world and <laughs> yeah. discover all the things. And I just was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like how, like, yeah. why didn't I think of that? Like I, I, I always, I always come across music where 
every once in a while, I'll hear a song and be like, I wish I made that song. Yeah. It's like just every once in a while, like Sir had one on his last project called uh, New Sky. If you haven't heard it, please, okay. my God, do yourself Yeah, I got to check it out. Um, that one, I was just like, bro, this, this song is perfect. Da- Kanye had one on his last project called, um, on Donda, called, uh, he, where he sampled Queen, I think it was. Um, oh. He, um, yeah, he, uh, it was, uh, it's called Heaven and Hell. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it's this, H. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, oh, why did yeah. I make that? But like, you know, but like, the, yeah. Every every now and again, I'll come across a song where it's just like, it's just such a perfect song, like Muse Uprising. Like it's just, it's like, it's it, like, I always think to myself, like, dang, what kind of zone? Yeah. Did they have to be in to yeah. make that? Like, I, and I feel like I've gotten to that zone a, a couple of times on like previous songs that I've made. But like, you know, I I want. I, that's what I'm always aiming for. Yeah. Like, how can I tap into that? Like, what were they? What type of like? What t- who contributed? What there, was there a guy that walked in and said, "Hey, what if we just do this?" And he just walked out. Yeah. And it was like, oh my god! And that's the thing that made the like. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like I always think about that, and that's why when I approach a song, like I made a song the other day, one of my new singles that's coming out. I didn't know the hook, and I didn't know what I wanted to do at the end of the song. Mm. But I was like, it'll come. So we're sitting there going through the song. I, re- I record my verses. We're doing the hook. Um, and I didn't know, or I didn't, yeah, I didn't know what I wanted to do on the hook, but I didn't know what I wanted to do at the end of the song. And I was like, it'll come. So he's like mixing down some of the vocals and we're chopping stuff. And then I was like, I got it. And it just came. And so I just Googled something real quick. I'm like, hey, turn the mic. Let's do it. And so we just did it. And it was like, oh, it was perfect. Yeah. And so I always try to leave room for that when I'm, when I'm approaching a song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm sitting in there. In the studio, and I'm thinking, even when I'm producing, I'm like, I try to leave room for the kind of spontaneous thing that I think yeah. sometimes musicians hit when they, when they like, you know, you know, uh, Papa was a Rolling Stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. Who was the person that said, "Hey, yo, when we say when he dies, we should just go up." And, and when he like, dies. Because I, I guarantee you, the, the first time they saw me, it was like, uh, wherever he laid his hat was his home, and when he died, yeah. all he... And somebody was, somebody walked in and was like, no. He yeah. died. Yeah. Yeah. He died, though. Yeah. And it was like, ooh, we should go up. We should yeah. go... We should, we, we should take it up an octave. And wow. it's just like, that's... that. Those little wow. things are the ones where I'm just like... Wow, oh. I've heard that song a million times. I've never fucking thought about that. I've never thought about wow. Yeah, because you're so fucking right. If they stayed in the same octave when they said that, that would be a weird ass. It'd be a weird song. <laughs> and it, it would make sense, right? And like yeah. to most like I feel like most times we would we go into we go into songs and we start to make stuff or go into movies or but it's like, yeah, you know, it would have been cool if Interstellar he was just in space and yeah. he's seen a bunch of different pictures of his daughter in space and he was like, but they were like, what if he's in the bookshelf? Yeah. What if he's in the bookshelf? Yeah. And some people hate it, some people love it, but it made the movie, it just stuck out in the movie yeah. so bad. When you tell people about Interstellar, they're like, oh, is that the one where he was floating around the bookcase? It's like, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. But, but it's like those little decisions, and it's like, man, like those are the ones that I always think about that. Even like the Papa Was Rolling Stone thing is like, I just kind of thought about that right now because I'm thinking, like, what, like, what? 
Yeah. What zone do you have to be in for Queen to go? Yeah. Like, and nothing else. Yeah. Until the end of the song. Yeah. We're just gonna, like. Yeah. And and that what what you're saying right now, like both of these songs you're talking about. I mean, like Papa's a, Papa was a Rolling Stone is a production for sure, but Fact. it's still somehow is still on the simplicity side. Oh my god. Um because I mean I mean it's just bum 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 but like it, it's not complex. I think the arrangement is complex but the music right, itself right, but is the music, like no, yeah. it's not too it's crazy. It's kind of like it's kind of like grinding by the clips. Yeah. Like wh- did Chad or for which one of them was like, "Hey man, no sense this time." <laughs> no 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 we're, we're not doing no sense. Yeah. There's no keys. There's only per- produ- uh, uh, percussion. We might throw in a little bit of 808 to give it to yeah. a little bit of uh, uh, a tone. Yeah. But like, there's no 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 horns on this one. And you know this. And you know the Neptunes are 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 big for their sense. Yes. And they're and they're like little progressions. Yeah. They're like not this one. Yeah. Not this time. They stepped back and we're like. When oh, when shit. did that just? They probably were making the the and it was like yo we can't we can't yeah. we can't touch this this yeah. is incredible and then they gave it to the clips and the rest is history and it's like one of the craziest beats ever of yeah. all. Um, even the a milli. It was like example. they're just pressing the they're just pressing the sampler like a milli a milli a milli, and it's just like and it's over and over and you would think like that's not gonna work yeah. like people are gonna get tired <laughs> of that it's not gonna work yeah and they're like and then Lil Wayne was like. Or I don't know. I I can imagine. So he walked in and was like, "No, leave it right here. Hold on, I got you." And I'm just about to just rap. Yeah. And and see, that's just one of those times where it's like it can be really simple or it can be really complex when you have a song like Power. Yeah. You know what I mean by Connie? It's like, you know, uh, at the end of the song where he goes, uh, 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 um, how does it go at the end of the uh, at the end of Power? But he does this little vamp at the end of Power. He's like, uh, um. Uh, uh, I crossed the line, yeah, so yeah. I'll let God decide. Like, yeah. I'm just like, whose decision was that to put yeah. that in the song, yeah. bro? It's incredible. It's fucking genius. It's like, and it's like, it's those little things where in music and in life that I'm drawn to because those little things are big things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. One day, Steven Spielberg was like, what if dinosaurs were alive again? Yeah. And maybe people thought about it before, but he was like, I'm going to make a movie and these studios are going to give me money because I'm Steven Spielberg. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, what just, it's the simple concepts that turn into the, and turn into the big things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so that's why I love movie scores. That's why I love music. That's why I yeah. love hip hop. That's why I love, um, that's those those are the things I love about life. When life gets too hectic, it's yeah. like the little things that are huge. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Shorty says, "Yo, I I I I I went and got you some vegan chicken wings." It's like <laughs> that's all I ever really yeah. want, bro. <laughs> I don't care about none of this. Yeah, it's like it's like it's, it hits like some like I just mango smoothie from from Trader Joe's. This is not an ad for Trader Joe's. Uh, <laughs> y'all can pay me, but like, but it's like in the moment I'm drinking this. Yeah. I went to go see 007 last night. Nice. And I just went just because I just, it's nostalgic. I love the 007 movies. Yeah. And it's like, when he goes on screen, I was one of those corny people when, when the, dun, 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 yeah. dun, first of all, that score is crazy. Let's talk about that. Fuck yeah. Iconic. But like, when he comes on screen, I was like, woo. And like, everybody started clapping in the theater. And it's just like, yeah, those little moments, those little things, it's fine. It's a, it's a $10 movie. And I got to experience a little bit 
And if I die on the way home, I had a great time. Yeah. Like, you, know, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. But it's those, it's those little things in life. And I feel like, okay, let me access that in my music. Yes. Let me access those, those little moments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like when I put up the trailer right now for my song, there's like a little piano in the beginning. Or even that little began, beginning part with the strings on, on Nightcrawler, the strings in the synth. It's like, let me just give, let me just, this little, this little decision can just change the way a person will feel. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. That's, that's, if there's anything I want anybody and yourself included to know about me, it's just like, I'm going to remind you why you love what you love. Yeah. Whatever that is, yeah. Because I'm passionate about what I'm passionate about. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so it's gonna be like, yeah, there is passion. There is, you know, something to hold on to, something yeah. to grab onto. So yeah. Wow, man, that's fucking that. That's awesome, man. I'm I, first of all, I'm looking forward to your your uh, uh, next single. I mean, you, manifesto. Manifesto. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's, it's it's incredible, bro. Yeah. Wow. You should. You gotta. Well, we'll talk. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's. <laughs> It's, it's incredible. Wow, man! Again, like this is, yeah. For me, these are these are always my my um, uh, favorite episodes. And just listening to your music from now on, like just knowing, like the background going into it, the effort going into it. Like it's just it's nice to talk to an artist where you just know that like whatever it is that you're listening to like this is there's real purpose to this mm-hmm. there's real there's intention care. and there's yeah. craft yeah. yeah you know what i mean like that yeah it's one thing no matter what i put out even if it's something simple you're going to know it's well thought out and it's and it's well crafted yeah. and it's and it's and it's loved yeah you know what i mean even if i put out something that is like i'm just i'm going to put out what i feel i'm just going to freestyle in the studio right, right now i'm just going to put it out yeah it's still very cherished Mm -hmm. you know and so yeah damn man this was awesome uh you're awesome this is like wow i mean yeah i'm just i'm just psyched to see what you're doing next man please let me know um like whenever yeah like like new projects um if you're doing uh shows anytime in the future um i am i have a show to, i have a show tomorrow it's sold out but oh man. yeah but i am doing a lot of stuff in the future when is this coming out um probably like, like a week or two maybe week or two yeah if it comes out in two weeks mm-hmm. i will have announced something if it comes out in a week i will not have announced something yeah, dude let's make it two weeks okay yeah two weeks is one two oh even if it comes yeah one two yeah yeah two weeks yeah make it two weeks okay so in two weeks, Manifesto will have already been out because yeah. Manifesto comes out on the nineteenth. We're doing a music video viewing a watch party in Hollywood. Oh. Only twenty five people, so you gotta you gotta RSVP as soon as the RSVP goes up. Yeah. At my website, the RSVP was gonna go up on my website on the twentieth. So just yes. go to and anybody who's listening, go to my website right now probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JustinSky.com and sign up to to come see this music video. Um, for manifesto, it's a, it's a sh- it's a short it's a film. Wow! And it's incredible, and it's dope. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna want to miss that that yeah. be- being in that room. Yeah. Um, watching this for the first time, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, man. No, I'm I'm uh I gotta be there. I want to check this out. Yeah. 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 And we got and we got some live shows coming up. Some more that I'm announcing very very soon. Yeah. Um. Also. We just released a manifesto merch 
we're only we only made twelve of them. Yeah, we only made twelve pieces T-shirts. So if you go to justinsguy.com forward slash shop or justinsguy.com whatever on my social media, um, you'll see you can order one of the shirts. There, there's like five left. I just I just launched them today. So there's like five left. Yeah. So um, you know if if I don't know if there's if there if, oh you this is releasing two weeks from now so they're probably gonna be gone. Yeah. But <laughs> but but by the off chance that there's just that one small that, that that's still there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, reach out, but um, but yeah, stay tuned because the next few months for 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 my music is about to be nuts, yeah. nuts. It's, it's about to be nuts. We have a lot, lot, yeah. lot coming up that I just yeah. I can't say, but I want to so yeah. bad. But yeah, just stay tuned. Just stay locked in. This is awesome. Yeah, for people listening, like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna put your your website and like Insta and all that um in the episode description. Um, and man, I would love to have you back on if like, like in the future you release like another project Mm -hmm. and then like, just like talk about that, like just go track by track and really like get into it. But, um, yeah, that would be fucking great. Um, but yeah, man, this was awesome. Thank you for your time. Like, like I think your fans and just anyone who didn't know you before this is really going to like appreciate like the perspective that you have on music you obviously give a like a massive fuck about what you do and how like so like that's great like it, it's 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 really like uh refreshing to see the the amount of like respect you approach with it so um yeah man uh for people listening uh thank you if you made it all the way to the end um this is a song called life and we are out thank Peace. you